0: Well, amen. Take your Bible, if you would please, again today to the book of Genesis, Genesis chapter number 39, for just a little while this morning. Man, I enjoyed that song. I enjoyed the choir. I'm just glad I'm saved today. Is anybody here glad I'm saved? Well, thank you. I appreciate that very much. It's just wonderful. That, and I'm glad that you're here. And if you're not saved, I've got good news for you. You can be today. Now I want to encourage you to take a part of our Renewed in Truth series next weekend. um, Because this is on my birthday. Do that, okay? 22nd of June. That's a holiday. It should be a holy day. It was for my dad because he got a holy mess that day. And uh, But uh, I hope you will make, uh, I, I'd set aside time for that. I really would because you'll learn more in just a few moments, few a few hours uh, in this uh, session. And we want you to be grounded in God's Word. And the day in which we live, we need something to solid to stand on. If we don't stand for something, we'll fall for anything. And this world has fallen for everything that's coming down the pike. And uh, you young folks, I wish you'd avail yourself of this, okay? Uh, you folks who are younger than I, I wish you'd avail yourself <laughs> of this. Cause, uh, hello, Ms. Jennings. How are you doing? You're pretty as a blue tick puppy, honey, I'll tell you. I'm so glad you're here. Man, I love that lady. In your Bible now, to the book of Genesis, chapter number thirty nine. And I want to talk to you something today about I think is as, as a lost lost virtue in our society. And that's faithfulness. The power of a faithful life. Don't underestimate the power. Of just being faithful. Somebody's watching. God is watching. You're watching. We need to be faithful to God. We need to be faithful to ourselves. We need to be faithful to our family. Our families need faithful daddies, faithful husbands, faithful men. We're losing manhood in America. I think some of you guys just ought not to take a bath while just to prove you a man, because that's the only other way folk will ever recognize it. Men. Amen. We need to be faithful. You ladies need to be faithful mothers. Motherhood is not a a lost art. It's a needed art today. Amen. Amen. Mothers, you have influence. Fathers, you should have authority. President of the college at Irurant made this statement you show me a wife that wants to do something, in 90 days I'll show you a husband that does too. Faithful. Let me read to you quite a few verses this morning. That way if I don't say anything of any value, you can't go home and say you didn't get anything out of it. So in Genesis chapter number 39, I'm going to read for you the entire chapter. You say, I'm going to preach. I'm going to preach 23 verses, then we're going to go home. The Bible says, and Joseph was brought down to Egypt, and Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh, captain of the guard, an Egyptian, bought him of the hands of the Ishmaelites which had brought him down thither. A young man from a dysfunctional family has been kidnapped and brutally treated by his 11 brothers cast into a pit left there for a while and because of jealousy and envy has sold him into slavery. So down to Egypt he goes. The Bible says in verse 2, and the Lord was with Joseph. You might underline that. It don't make any difference if you're in a pit or in the prison or in the palace. You can still be faithful. And the Lord was with Joseph and he was a prosperous man and was in the house of his master the Egyptian and his manner and his master saw that the Lord was with him and that the Lord made all that he did to prosper in his hand and Joseph found grace in his sight and he served him and he made him overseer over his house, and all that he had he put into his hand. And it came to pass, you might underline that, and it always will, when things seem to be going just fine, and it will come to pass, and up jumped the devil. Hmm? Doing just fine till you see the red lights on the bubble gum machine behind you coming through Joshua, and you didn't know it was 45 miles an hour. <laughs> Yesterday, my wife and I was on our way to the farm, and there's a there's a two or three stop signs on the way to the farm. We were pulling up to the stop sign. And the guy coming this way, he didn't stop and just went right on around, didn't stop. So I slowed down and went on around. And my wife said, Did you see that guy run that red light? I said, I mean, that stop sign? I said, You mean just like we did? <laughs> and she said, Yes. <laughs> okay. And it'll come to pass something will pop up. Everything going fine. Joshua uh, and uh, uh, was a Joseph was doing well. Everything running good and everything's prospering, yes, sir. Got on a downhill go. And it came to pass from the time that he had made him overseer of his house and over all that he had, that the Lord blessed the Egyptian's house for Joseph's sake. God will bless a faithful man. And all that is around him for his sake. Find you a faithful man. Find you a faithful person. And start following him. And God will bless you too. God will bless your house, Daddy, if you'll be faithful. You say, What about my wife? Not worried about your wife, What about you. God will bless your kids. If you'll be faithful. You say, my kid's a bunch of brats. Maybe you need to start being faithful. Well, I told you we'd have a good time. Verse number six, and he left all that he had in Joseph's hand, and he knew not what he had, save the bread that he did eat. And Joseph was a goodly person and well favored. And it came to pass... After these things, that his master's wife cast her eyes upon Joseph, and she said, Lie with me. But he refused. Why? Because he was faithful. And he refused and said unto his master's wife, Behold, my master wotteth not what is with me in the house, and he hath committed all that he hath to my hand. There is none greater in his house than I, neither hath he kept back anything from me but thee, because thou art his wife. How then can I do this great wickedness and sin against God? It came to pass that he spake to Joseph day by day, or as she spake to Joseph day by day, that he hearkened not unto her to lie with her or to be with her. And he came to pass about this time that Joseph went to the house to do his business and there was none of the men of the house there within and she caught him by his garment saying lie with me and he left his garment in her hand and fled and got him out. Why? Because he was a faithful man. And it came to pass when she saw that he had left his garment in her hand and was fled forth. It's better to lose your coat than your testimony. Amen. That she called unto the men of her house and spake unto them, saying, See, he hath brought in a Hebrew unto us to mock us. He came in unto me to lie with me, and I cried with a loud voice. And he came to pass when he heard that I lifted up my voice and cried that he left his garment with me and fled and got him out. And she laid up his garment by her till his Lord came home. And she spake unto him according to these words saying the Hebrew servant which thou hast brought unto us came into me to mock me. And it came to pass, as I lifted up my voice and cried, that he left his garment with me and fled out. Looking bad for Joseph. And it came to pass, when the master heard the words of his wife, which she spake unto him, saying, After this manner did did thy servant to me, that his wrath was kindled. Now, don't forget, Joseph is faithful. Being faithful is not always pleasant. Being faithful is not always popular. But it's always right. And God blesses right. And Joseph's master took him and put him into the prison. Prison now think about this he's faithful but he's in prison a place where the king's prisoners were bound and he was there in prison I wonder what my attitude would have been something's not right I honored God and here I am in prison I tried to do right and look what I got in return. I could probably have the mully grubs. Could you, if something like that happened to you? But the Lord was with Joseph. <laughs> you know why? Because he was faithful. You'd be faithful regardless of where you are. And God can be pleased with you regardless of where you are, if you're faithful. And the Bible says, but the Lord was with with Joseph and showed him mercy and gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. And the keeper of the prison committed to Joseph hand all the prisoners that were in the prison and whatsoever they did there, he was the doer of it. And the keeper of the prison looked not to anything that was under his hand. Because the Lord was with him. And that which he did, the Lord made it to prosper. The power of a faithful life. It takes no education to be faithful. It takes a certain amount of intellect to be faithful. It takes no talent at all to be faithful. God does not have to dispel spiritual gifts to be faithful. Anybody and everybody can be faithful. Faithful to yourself. Faithful to your mate. Faithful to your family. Faithful to the Lord. There is tremendous power in a faithful life. I hope by God's grace with Andrew and Mandy, Jean, David, and Laura can ride on my tombstone, faithful. In the Bible, if you should search out the subject, you would find that many of the authors in the Bible commended faithfulness. For instance, the Apostle Paul spoke of it in 1 Corinthians 4 and 2. Where he said, it is required that a faithful, that a a steward be found faithful. Could I ask you, are you faithful? The Bible says in 2 Timothy 2 and 2 what you have seen and heard of me, young Timothy, commit that to faithful people who will be able to teach others. Faithful. Galatians 3 and 9 referred to one of our patriarchs, the father of our faith, as faithful Abraham. Husband, can your wife say to you and about you, you're faithful? Can your children say, daddy, that you're faithful? Can your husband say about you, you are faithful? Second Timothy th- 2 and 3, the Bible said God about a faithful. I'm glad he is, aren't you? The sun will come up tomorrow. It will set this afternoon. Aren't you glad of that? Winter and all the seasons will come because God is faithful. In the morning when you get up, he'll turn on the air because he is faithful. Amen. I'm glad God is faithful. Hebrews 2 and 17, Jesus the Bible refers to as the faithful high priest. Have you ever thought about the power of a faithful life? John wrote concerning faithfulness. He is faithful and just to forgive us. Are you glad of that? Faithful. I do not have to worry or doubt if I bow my head and ask God to forgive me of my sin. The Bible said God is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us of all of our iniquities. Revelation 2 and 10, be thou faithful unto death, the Bible said. The Bible also says in Revelation, these words are faithful and true. There's a tremendous power and influence in a faithful life. Joseph, at the end of day, could say, uh, well done, because he's faithful. If you read about Joseph, he was faithful in his home. He had been a faithful son. When he kept his father's sheep, he was a faithful laborer. The Bible says that when he was sold to Potiphar, He proved to be a faithful servant. Wherever we are, whatever we do, wherever we go, whoever sees us ought to be able to say they're faithful. Amen. Even when you're on vacation and nobody's looking, we're to be faithful. Even when we're home and the doors are shut and nobody's there we to be faithful. What a tragedy it would be if I was something at home and my wife realized I was something somewhere else. What a tragedy that would be because he was faithful. The Lord blessed Joseph everywhere he went. Wouldn't it be nice If God blessed us wherever we went, he will, if we're faithful, you understand that he will, if we're faithful, he may not do what we want him to do for us, but he'll do what is best for us because all things work together for good. Now, I want to warn you about something, if you would, please. I want to warn you very, very, very sternly today. The ark enemies are conspiring to get us off track. Now, let me share them with you. The world, the flesh, and the devil is hot in pursuit to get us from being faithful. The world, the flesh, and the devil is in hot competition for your faithfulness with our Lord. The Lord demands that we be faithful. The Lord commands us that we should be faithful. But guess what? There was three arch enemies that is constantly... Begging for your faithfulness. The flesh says, I want you to please me. Amen. The world says, I want you to be conformed to me. Act like me, think like me, go like me, do like me, and then be miserable like me the rest of your life. And the devil says, I am slick I will con you and laugh at you on your way to hell. Three are enemies that is in hot pursuit of your faithfulness. I just wonder today if maybe the goal of the flesh, the world and the devil, the gold is not for you to quit. It is just Slow down. Don't get overexcited about this Jesus business. As long as you just don't get excited about this Jesus business, the world and the flesh and the devil will say, I'll just leave you alone. Hmm? Tonight at about six o'clock, 6.30, there'll be a tremendous battle going on in some of your lives. Well, should I stay home and watch Hollywood or should I go down to church and hear about Hollywood? It ain't time to pray. You can look up. The power The power of a faithful life. Not to brag, but I bet you could call Gene Jr. and ask him, where was your dad this morning at 8 o'clock? I bet you could call Andrew this morning and say, where was your dad at 8 o'clock? He will say, he was asleep. There's power in consistency if you want to raise a good family. There's power in a faithful life if you want a happy wife. There's power in a faithful life If you want to encourage and be a blessing to others. But don't forget, you got three enemies knocking on flesh's door all the time. And the world says, you don't have to go three times a week to church. You're a dummy if you think you've got to go three times a week. For some of us, three times ain't enough. It's not working anyhow. Amen. You see, the flesh, the devil, and the world don't necessarily want you to quit. They just want you to fall a little bit short of what your potential is. Don't be your best for God. 50% will be all right. You know, one time a week is okay, Sunday morning. That makes us faithful to church. And allow and and, and don't allow circumstances to determine your actions. Or maybe let me say this the flesh would really like for me to allow my emotions to run my life. Well, I just don't feel like I feel I feel let me tell you something. I, I wrote something down. Emotions are poor GPS systems. Have you ever heard this? Recalculating. Have you heard that? Uh, Have you ever heard your GPS? Recalculating. Andrew's got mine messed up. It speaks in English, like English grog in England, you know, recalculating. (laughs) You know, when I allow my emotions to run my life, I am continually recalculating. But when you're faithful to God and you're in the middle of God's will, there is no recalculating because God's going to bless wherever you are. Now I want you to show you something, please, about Joseph's life. Number one, Joseph was faithful in temptation. That's verses 7 through 12. In spite of temptation, in spite of everything, he remained faithful. Secondly, he remained faithful in trials. Temptations are not trials. You're in trials because you failed temptation. (laughs) Is anybody here? Hmm? Go ahead and tell your wife that dinner doesn't taste good. That's temptation. Breakfast you'll be in trial. Nothing to eat. Hmm? And then he was faithful, even during tragedies. You failed the temptation deal. You failed the trial deal. Tragedy is around the corner. Amen. Tell your husband his breast is long enough, won't be long, you'll have a tragedy. It's called divorce. Amen. Tell your kids they're brats long enough and it won't be long until they fulfill that completely and they're big enough to whip you and then it's too late. Watch this. In spite of temptations, verse 7 through 12, watch this. I want you to be careful now. I want you to do this. The Bible says in seven, between 7 and 12 It talks about And it came to pass After these things That his master's wife Cast her eyes Upon Joseph Joseph has done nothing Joseph has said nothing Joseph has indicated nothing It's just The devil Is slipping up And the Bible says She cast her eyes Upon Joseph and notice verse 8, but he refused. Verse 9, there's none greater in this house than I. And notice the last part of that verse. And I can do, I, how can I do this great wickedness and sin against God? Now notice the context. Joseph, completely innocent. Joseph is being blessed, Joseph is doing what God wants him to do, and all of a sudden, the devil shows up. Can you say amen? And so, how in the world can we explain this? Well, let me look over here in the back of the Bible, and let me find a place in the book of James, James chapter 1. The Bible said, blessed. It's James 1 and verse 12. Blessed is the man that endureth temptation. Don't say enjoyeth. Endureth temptation. For when he is tried, he shall receive the crown of life, which the Lord hath promised to them that love him. Verse 14. But every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed. And when lust hath conceived, it bringeth forth sin. And when sin is finished, it bringeth forth death. Temptation is never from God. Temptation is always from within. And if it is from within... You have the capacity to endure it. There hath no temptation taken among men, but such is common to man. But God is faithful, who will, with the temptation, make a way. Are you listening to me today? You don't have to give in to temptation. Do you know how to say no? My kids learned no real early. No. Do you know how to work the the, what do they call them things? Remote control. You know how to, where it says power? That means you have the power to turn the dumb thing off when it's saying something you don't need to hear. Because when temptation comes your way, lust begins to work overtime. Now, this is referring to a very subject matter that we don't want to cover too much. But I was reading this morning a recent survey of a disciple's journal among Christianity and talks about the major temptations that you and I have to fight each day. And the number one temptation that comes our way each day to eradicate and tear down our faithfulness is materialism. Amen. The second one is pride. The third one is self-centeredness. The fourth one is a Wolfenbarger characteristic called laziness. And then five is tied between anger and bitterness and sexual lust. These are the things that is always eradicating our faithfulness. And then there's envy and gluttony and lying. I wonder why gluttony is at an eight. It ought to be up there pretty close to first. And then lying, you got to lie about overeating. Anytime... I've got to hide something from somebody else. It's lying, whether it's gluttony or adultery. Everybody means faithful in that deal about sexual sins. What about secret picking from the grocery bin? read this morning about a toad and a frog eating cookies. I'll not go into it, but it'd be nice. After they decided, put all the cookies in a box, tie it with a string, and put it on the top lung of the ladder. The toad said, well, I think I'll just climb the ladder, get the box, cut the string and eat the cookies so they decided they could not discipline and disciple themselves that way so they said let's just throw all the cookies out in the yard and let the birds eat the cookies they threw all the cookies in the yard and the birds ate all the cookies the frog looked at the toad and said where are you going he said, I'm going to cook a cake temptation boy got quiet when I started talking about gluttony didn't it I think they're on their way to restaurant after church there's always a way out of temptation you know how the bible says and whatsoever you eat or drink do all to the glory of God Joseph, what are you going to do down in the pit? I'm going to glorify God. When they take you out of the pit and take you down to Egypt and set, put you on the slave market, where are you he said, I think I'll just glorify God. When you're in Potiphar's house and Potiphar's wife begins to try to put the make on you, what are you going to do? I think I'll just glorify God. He said, now you don't understand, Joseph. It may get you in trouble. Well, that's okay. I'll just glorify God in trouble. But what are you going to do when they throw you in prison? I think I'll just glorify God. What are you going to do while you're in prison? I think I'll just glorify God. What are you going to do when they need you out to, out, out the castle? I think I'll just glorify God. What do you going to do when the king needs some advice? I think I'll just glorify God. What are you going to do when God tells you what to tell the king? So I think I'll tell the king what I. Or to. I'll just think I'll glorify God. Well, Joseph, what are you going to do when you're ruler of all of Egypt? I think I'll just glorify God. What are you going to do when your brothers show up that sold you into slavery? You're going to get even with them? He said, no, I think I'll just glorify God. The power. The power of a faithful life. Somebody's watching you. You're the only Bible somebody's reading. Even in temptation He glorified God Even in his trials Trials I imagine Miss Potfer might have been a pretty nice looking lady I'm sure she didn't look like that lady With a straw hat and a Corn cob pipe in her mouth Sitting on a mule weighing 400 pounds I imagine she's a pretty good looking lady bother it didn't bother Joseph. Yeah, it bothered Joseph. But he said, I'm going to glorify God with my life. I know how to say no. I know how to leave my coat in her hand. Amen. And even in trial, his trial, he endured it by grace. And trials will come whether you like it or not. And trials will check your commitment and check our commitment. And trials may be personal or they may be private, but there'll be trials, and God's watching. Amen. The Lord is watching. Kids, you don't get away with it. Hmm? Kind of like yesterday, Thomas come around the house, and Thomas is, Thomas is, and, and i got two grandkids, no, i got it, six grandkids that are prone to get in trouble. over at my house if you've got six grandkids you need six guard dogs and two retrievers can you say amen they will get in trouble and they will come with chocolate all over their face saying no I have not had anything to eat it's just I've been rubbing chocolate on my face huh trials Trials will come and the truth is truth will always prevail. Now I want to close. He was faithful in temptation. He said no. He was faithful in trials. He left his coat in her hand. He was faithful in tragedy. You would think after anybody's been so faithful he would not end up in jail. But not so. Notice, if you would please, verse 20 and 23. Watch this. Be real careful now. I want you to know. Being faithful is not always easy. Hmm? What if tonight... You came to church and said, Where's the preacher? Oh, he's watching a golf game on television. What would that do to you? What makes you any better than me that you get to watch golf and miss church? Verse twenty. And Joseph's master took him, put him into the prison after he'd said no to sin, said no to temptation, no to trial, stayed straight, stayed right with God, cleaned, and look what he got, prison. Prison. I would rather be right with God and have difficulty as to be right with the devil and think of getting away with something. Amen. And the Bible said, in prison, verse 20, Joseph, in spite of the temptation that he endured, in spite of the trials that he overcame, the Bible says in verse 21, 20, the Bible says. And he was in prison, a place where the king's king's prisoners were bound. And he was there in the prison. But the Lord was with Joseph in prison. And showed him great mercy in prison. And gave him favor in the sight of the keeper in prison. God honors faithfulness. The place did not determine his production. I can look out over the auditorium and I'm, I'm not going to mention any names. But the reason Joshua Baptist Church is still here is because of your faithfulness. There are some people in our church that are so faithful that we can check things out just by their faithfulness. Several years ago, the power of a faithful life. Several years ago, we had a young man working in our children's church. Every week, There was a $100 bill in the offering from the children's church. The children's church at that time was down at the other properties. Every week, $100. Every week, same $100 for several weeks, even months. Then suddenly that $100 stopped being in the offering plate. It wasn't there. But the man was still in the children's church. And my wife had the confidence in the man that it would not offend him, that it would not run him off, that he would not stick his head in the ground and start pouting. She called this young man and said, I've noticed something in the offering and I was wondering if anything is wrong. And the man said, "No, I've been putting a hundred dollars in every week, but the hundred dollars was not in the offering anymore. Somebody was taking the hundred dollars. Isn't it strange it didn't offend that man when my wife called and asked about the hundred dollars? Because my wife knew he was faithful. She could pick up the phone. And say I noticed the hundred dollars is not in the offering plate. And so we nailed the dude that was stealing the hundred dollars. Would it offend you. If I called you and asked about your offering. Are you. Faithful to God. The power of a faithful life. A faithful life leads po- folks to Christ. Amen. Even in the midst of temptation, a faithful life will be faithful. Even in a time of trials, if your living arrangements is interrupted, if your financial situation is interrupted, If your family issues are greater than you can bear, even in the time of trials, Jesus is still there. I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. That kept Joseph faithful. And anybody and everybody can be faithful. When I got saved 53 years ago I guess it is now I could not sing I could not speak I could not preach I could not read But I told my family I can be faithful Check it out You can be faithful